You are about to listen to an episode of Dolphin Financial Radio. Each week, co-hosts Dan and Tony will explore topics about finance and retirement. It's fun, informative, and most of all useful to those who are interested in retiring successfully. Now, let's begin the show. What if you don't have enough to retire? What if you've done the math, you've sat down, put pen to to paper, and said, wait a sec, I don't think I can retire. I don't think I have enough to go through retirement without running out of money. What do you do then? What what are your options? That's what we're going to talk about today. Do you just give up, throw in the towel, or you call Tony? Say, hey, Tony, welcome to the show, and what do I do? I don't have enough. Now what? (laughs) You absolutely... Do not call me. Uh, that is that is the number one thing. I'm a radio show co-host, the professional. Which way? Oh, this way, that way. This is the professional over here. I'm trying to point at you, Dan. Yes, yeah, I'm for pointing the, for at those Dan. that are listening. I'm sorry, but those on YouTube can see Tony struggling with basic directions here. <laughs> That's why you don't call me for financial advice. I have a lot of questions, which is why I'm a great co-host for a financial show. Uh, But Dan, they call you, right, Uh, to figure out if they have enough to retire. You've told me before, some people come to you and think, you know, how many more years am I going to have to work? I'm worried I don't have enough to retire. And you look at their situation and say, you could retire today. Yeah, you're right. Um, You've been listening. I think the the and that's that happens a lot mm-hmm. but you're you're we're talking about those that just they know they don't have enough now you're you're correct in that the first thing you want to do is double check because a lot of people right. think oh, I'm never going to retire i hear that a lot i'm going to work until i die and they never get a professional opinion so right. they you're going on their own back of the napkin math or their gut feeling and they never do the math. And the main reason why they don't do the math, I think, is because they're afraid of the answer. And so they f- they get fearful of being told they don't have enough. And so they just bury their head in the sand, which isn't very good strategy. But that's definitely the first thing you want to do. You double check your financial situation and get a professional that specializes in creating retirement income plans to tell you. And I know it sounds self-serving because that's what I do. But I don't care who you go to. Go to somebody. Well, I, I do care who you go to. You want to go well, to someone yeah. that specializes in this. But I'm not saying you had to come to me to tell you this. If you go to someone that does this for a living and, and a financial planner, a fiduciary tells you, yeah, you don't have enough, then what? That's that's what I want. But you 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 nailed it. Many people, they have enough. They just don't know it. I, I, Look that at that. I, I predicted what you were going to post there. I love it. I was right. ahead and of the game. For the listening audience benefit, I just want to be clear. Tony has zero prep for this show, so he doesn't know what I'm doing um, and what I'm going to type. So he's just he's here for the eye candy and for uh, as some would say nothing but noise. But, <laughs> yeah. but Tony, before I, go in, <laughs> before I go into options of what you can do, because I do have options. There are six things that you could do oh. if, if you, so now we've moved, we've moved on to the point of you don't have enough, right? It's clear. You've got the second opinion from, from the professional and you just don't have enough. So what are your options now? That's what we're going to talk about. But before I get into it, I want to talk about this idea of enough. And I've referenced this before, and I don't know if you remember, but I told you about 
um, the quote or the poem or the, it was, I think a actually um, a memorial or a tribute from Kurt Vonnegut to Joseph Heller when he died. Um, I don't know if you know, people listening, they may not know who they are. Joseph Heller was a famous author. Uh, they both served in World War II and then came back and became authors or maybe their authorship was interrupted by war, but they both served and came back and Joseph Heller wrote Catch-22, which has become a lexicon, uh, become yeah. a, a very common language, something people say all the time, but it's actually based on a book. And he wrote that book and it was very famous. This is his most famous. He wrote others. And Kurt Vonnegut also uh, was an author and they were um, friends. And when Joseph Heller died, Kurt Vonnegut told the story about when they were on shelter. I think it was Shelter Island, which is Long Island. They both, you know, lived in New York. They were at a party and Kurt Vonnegut said to Joseph Heller, hey, how do you feel about the fact that you had this fancy Catch-22, huge book, huge success. But our host, who happens to be a, I think it was a um, hedge fund manager. How do you feel about the fact that the host of this party, the hedge fund manager, made more yesterday than you made in your entire life off that book? How do you feel about that? And Joseph Heller said, well, he, I, I have something that he doesn't have and never will. And Kurt Vonnegut said, well, what would that be? And he said, I have the knowledge that I've got enough. Ah. And it's so that's if that was he wrote a poem. I have um, the knowledge that I've got enough, whereas mm -hmm. the hedge fund manager is constantly right. So it's never it's never enough for him. Yeah. So we've done an entire show on yeah. what is enough for retirement and yeah. uh, what should you have at age 50? I think we called it. So watch that. But now we're going to go past that point and say, even Joseph Heller would say, you don't have enough. <laughs> um, and <laughs> how you retire, right? Well, people say there's a magic number. Like some people say, once you get a million dollars, you've got enough to retire, but it's the number is different for everyone. And there is no magic number. Correct. Out there. Alert, there isn't. It comes down to income. Um, assets don't matter. What matters is how much income you have in retirement, because that's what it's all about. You're going to pay the bills. You're going to yeah. go to the grocery store. They're not going to say, what do you got in the bank? What I have, you know, I have 15 ounces of gold in my safe at home. Great. Uh, the bill is $250. Can you pay me now? And they'll accept cash or credit. So, um, or in Tony's case, write a check. So I think the <laughs> important thing to note is it doesn't matter how much you have. It's how much income you can generate from it. Okay. So you've gotten to the point now. Right. All right, Dan, you've talked enough. You said we we can establish I've gone to the professional and everyone says, including my mother, that I don't have enough to retire. So what do I do now? Okay, let's go through some six options here. First option, Tony. Ooh, this one hurts. Yeah. <laughs> Work longer and save more. It's the obvious answer. Yeah. Yes. Work longer. Now, the answer isn't work longer. Oh, you don't have enough to retire? Keep working. Because if you do that, you're still never, you're never going to have enough at that point. You have to change two things here. You have to continue to work, but you have to actually save more of what you're earning. Otherwise, you're just going to fast forward five years. You're still living the same amount. If you don't have enough now, what, what are you going to have more later if you're spending everything you make? So you have to work longer with the intent of saving more. And you should have capitalized all caps that and work longer and save more. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Emphasis on the and. You don't want to perpetuate 
the situation of working and spending everything you make. So you have to save more. Now, I will caveat that by saying just by working longer, you theoretically can delay Social Security. And we've done a show last week on why it makes sense to delay. And by delaying taking Social Security, you're getting the formulaic increases. You're getting the delayed retirement credits potentially. But you're also maybe replacing a zero on your earnings record for the formula for Social Security. Social Security is your top 35 years. So if you have a zero when you were in your 20s working and you've only worked for 33 years, if you work an extra year, that zero in the formula will become your earnings this year. So you would fundamentally be increasing your Social Security record in a number of ways by delaying it. But how you can live, you got to work longer. So yes, by working longer, you can... F- theoretically be saving more because social security is going up, but you should also be saving actual more of your wages. So that's option one, which mm. is the most obvious and what most people do, yeah. but it's something that most people hate to think about. <laughs> right, right. Right. I don't have enough to retire. So I'm going to keep working again, have a plan. Don't just say, I'm going to keep working un- until I die. Say I'm going to work until I'm 70 because X, Y, and Z have a reason to do it because it makes it much more palatable. And, and figuring out that reason and that formula as to when it makes sense and what to do during those extra working years requires a financial services professional, uh, meaning an independent financial advisor like yourself, who's a fiduciary. And like you said, you're not you're not just trying to steer people toward you, although you'd love to talk to people who are hearing this and you can help them. Uh any independent financial advisor who's a fiduciary, uh, find a good one that you feel you can trust and fit well with. Uh, and they need to be involved in this because, you, like you say, you don't want to work just for work's sake. You you want to make sure you're doing the right thing so you can retire right. comfortably at some point. Right. And I've, I deal with this on a daily basis. That's my job. But, you know, there's other people that do it. But as an example, like someone comes to me and says, I'm 62. All my friends are retiring. I want to retire. And my answer to them is you can't by all the reasonable math formulas. Mm -hmm. Um, Option one, let's work longer. But I don't say that. I don't say work longer and save more. I say you're going to work longer until age 68 or 71 or what. There's got to be something. Because if you just say work longer, people get depressed. Yeah. There's no light at the end of the tunnel. You have to have a reasonable. You have to have goals. Yes. And you have right. to do the math to figure out right. you know, what's what's exactly needed. Right. It's it's easier to continue to work if you have an end game. Right. Yep. OK. Option number two. You add income sources by changing your investments. So mm. the idea, like I said earlier, it's not about how much money you have over here saved. It's how much income you have coming in every month. Mm-hmm. So. Sometimes what you can do is you might say, I don't have enough. Well, actually you do. And here's why. If you started switching your investments, your savings, whatever you have for retirement and started generating income from it, you would find that you can do that and have enough because a lot of people just have that bulk 401k sitting there as a lump sum in the stock market not necessarily generating income for them because they didn't need it. 
But now they just look at it and be like, well, and they do simple math. Okay. Um, I have a hundred thousand. I want to spend 10,000. There's 10 years. I'm out. Right? No, you want to look at it and say, how much can that hundred thousand generate in income? And is that enough? Or a lot of times people will have a bunch of money sitting in the bank because they're afraid of the market. They're like, I'm not doing that. I'm not losing, but it's losing sitting in the bank because it's not doing anything. Let's generate interest. Let's generate dividends. Let's generate coupons from bonds. Let's generate rental income. You need your assets to generate income for you. And that might require changing your product mix. There's a lot of people work, 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 save, save, save. Their money is in growth, growth, growth. Now you have to switch your investment mix to income because that would help you potentially retire early. <laughs> so that's when, when you said, um, a lot of people say, come to me and I don't have enough. And actually you do. It's because of this. They don't realize that they can turn their, in, their assets into income producing assets because that's not something that they learn in college or school or their current financial advisor is not really interested in that. Yeah. They want growth. They don't yeah. want to start yeah. giving income. You know, uh, People don't understand the distribution stage is the issue there, uh, right? The accumulation, we just get so involved in, I'm putting money into my 401k or IRA retirement accounts. I'm working, I'm doing that. And then once you retire, uh, planning on how and where that income is going to come from, that's the trick. And that's why you have a job, Dan, right? Yeah. And the 4% rule, I think that's what up here. Um, for those that are watching, they can probably see that. The 4% rule is always just take 4% of your investments out and you'll be fine. You won't run out, but that's shaky ground. Why do you have to get 4%? Why not get 7%? What? Yeah, I mean, there's different <laughs> things you can do with different pools of money to create income streams. That's a, it's a science. It's more of an art than a science, but it's a completely different financial strategy than typical growth oriented. So you're right. Different, uh, different move. Okay. Option three, reduce your retirement income need. <laughs> ah, the hardest question I ask people is how much do you need? In yeah. They don't know. People don't know how much they need. And there's a difference between need and want, obviously. <laughs> well, but, yeah. Um, people struggle to just answer what they need. People struggle to answer how much they're spending now. Oh, how much are you spending every month? I don't know. Well, why not? I don't have to think about it because I'm working. Well, if you want to stop working, you need to think about it. Right. So um, there's two sides of the coin. You either increase your income or you decrease your output or need, you know, decrease your expenses. So this would be an example of um, reducing your income need. And I think what why, why I want to talk about this as an option is because a lot of people don't even know what this is. So this is the first, one of the first steps you do. The professional would be able to tell you whether or not you have enough. They won't be able to answer that if they don't know how much you need for income. Right. Right. I don't have enough. Well, how much do you need? I don't know. Well, the, so this is an easy uh, answer for more financial. Oh, well, you said you want 5,000 a month in income. What if we reduce to 4,000? You're, you're fine. But 5,000, not so much. Easier said than done. Or is it? We don't know. How can I reduce my income need by a thousand? Well, let's talk through it. There are ways. So that one is a little bit more of a painful one for people. Yeah. They get the idea, oh, I can invest and switch and create income or I can work longer. Um, 
but to reduce my lifestyle, hands We've off. We've seen how hard it is to cut spending. Our our government gives us examples of that all the time. Uh, mm-hmm. They never cut spending. They just increase it. And so you, that's how you get into trouble. But none of us want to cut spending, Dan. That's the problem. Right. Yeah, that's, and we're going to get to that in a little bit in, coming up. But I wanted to point out that you need to know what your income need will be in retirement in order to determine if you can retire. And people kind of gloss over that. Oh, I don't know. I'll need 80% of my, we did a show on it. How much do you need? I think we said the idea was 80% is what, you know, what you need, but um, we debunked that. So, okay. Next option. If you simply don't have enough to retire, what do you do? Downsize or right size your home. Use the equity in your home. People's largest asset in this country typically is their home equity. They bought it years ago. They've paid off their mortgage. We just did a show on whether or not you should do that in retirement. Should you pay off the mortgage? Not necessarily, but a lot of value is there. And it's just sitting there. It's not doing what? It's not generating income for you. Right. So you could generate income from your house. You could do a reverse mortgage. You could take a home equity line of credit or you could sell it, buy something smaller, use the proceeds to invest back into option two to create income. Ah. So the idea is you have an asset. Most people think the house is untouchable, but why? You should be able to use that for generating income to retire. And so someone that's got this no retirement, they don't have a lot in savings, 401k, they don't have a pension, all they got is social security and that's it. They're like, I'm done. I'm never going to work forever. What about the $300,000 value in your home? Well, I got to I'm not, you know, I love it. I'm, I'm not, well, how much do you love it? Can you downsize and use that to generate income? Can you do a reverse mortgage? <gasps> reverse mortgage. That's scary. <laughs> I, this is a huge option for people that for some reason um, people don't like to even talk about it, but right. I would say it's probably the easiest option. Well, the mustache, the mustache likes to talk about it. Yeah, if you right. want to talk about reverse mortgages, I think you need a big bushy black mustache. Dan. <laughs> Little Tom Selleck action. You know, I don't do, I, I don't have a mortgage license. I don't sell these things, but I, I use them. I'm like, Hey, let's look at it because yeah. it's better than working forever and being miserable. Let's use the asset as, as it is, as an asset. People yeah. just, it's, oh, that's a hard one, but I think it's a hard one for people to mentally, but financially it's probably one of the best that is most often overlooked. Because it's the, it's because it's a lot of folks biggest asset. Like you said, yeah. that's why. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. why, why ignore it? Yep. Okay. Option five. Uh, this is what you were describing. Reduce your current spending. Okay. You don't have enough to retire then you have to work longer or you have to invest differently or you have to reduce your future income need, but, or you downsize, but why not start now and reduce your spending now? If you're thinking about retirement, you still got time, start living the way you think you should be. Right. And this is probably the most difficult one for people to do. Like you just said, we're in the situation where our government can't even balance the budget and they want to raise the debt ceiling. You can't do that as an individual. You can't just 
ask the credit card company to keep giving you more money. They will stop you at some point and your friends will ostracize you if you just keep borrowing money from them. So <laughs> you have no choice but to cut your spending. That's just life, right? right. Um, come up with a realistic spending and see. And I think this is a option that people that say I don't have enough, they don't want to do this one. This is like the last resort, even more so than downsizing. This is like, I don't want to, you know, I'm, I want to spend it and, and I want to live. Well, then you're going to never retire. Right. Right. Um, we've done, I, I've, I've written a book on this, on how to reduce the spending window. Um, I'll put the link up there. Um, it's, it's not, this is the, you know, this is not a fun one uh, for people to, to look, but the next one's even worse, Tony. <laughs> Option six, and this is the last option. And and these are in no particular order, by the way. But this one I would say is probably not a good one, but I had to put it up anyway. Hope and pray. <laughs> Thoughts and <laughs> prayers. Thoughts and prayers. Um, wait for an inheritance. Rely on government aid. Play the lotto. These, oh. are, some, these are some options. To, not good. To, no. Not good. You know, I have... I've had and I have clients that uh, are waiting for the inheritance. Um, it's a tough game to play. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Great Aunt Matilda. Um, she's going on 100. She's never going to die, right? Like, geez, here I am in my 70s waiting on an inheritance. That's not a good play. Yeah, I've given um, up on that, Dan, in my family. Right. The rich uncle doesn't exist. Um Oh no, they live too. They live too. I think they're going to outlive me. Is the problem right? Just despite, (laughs) yeah. Um, and 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 playing the lotto. Um, you know, uh, you and I have the same chance of winning the uh, New York State Lotto, and neither of us live there. And uh, but we have the same chance of winning because neither of us are playing. And uh, the people that are playing pretty much have the same chances as of winning too. Uh, So save your money and don't rely on that. But. Um, relying on government aid. People don't like this idea, but this is a big one that people do when it comes to long-term care. Medicare doesn't cover it. Um, what am I going to do? Um, I'm going to go on Medicaid. All right. Well, then you're going to be spending down every last asset till you probably have $2,000 to your name. That's a plan. That's an option. So I'm throwing it out there. But when you think about it, people don't want to do this. So, no. um, but just to be fair, I was covering them all. So yep. the first step to conclude, you need to find out if you truly do have enough to retire or not. Don't just say, I don't have enough to retire and rely on gut instinct. Find out for real. And the, think about this. Best case scenario, you meet someone that says, oh, yeah, you have enough. Retire now. And you're like, oh, geez, that was good. I'm glad I did that. Yeah. Worst case scenario, they say, you don't. But here's when you will. That is better. It's better to know, hey, I got to work in the 10 years. Sounds gross to someone that's 62 saying I want to retire and all my friends are retiring. I got to work till 72. It's better to know that than to just be like, um, can I? I don't think I can. I'm just going to work forever. It's better to have a plan than not. And then once you are in that situation where you do know, then make the changes now. Start now. The best time to start is now. Well, the best time to start was 20 years ago. Right. right. Second best time today. 
So, Tony, do you have enough to well, retire? Not, not, not yet, but soon. <laughs> the inquiring <laughs> minds want to know. Do you have a know. Do you have a date? Do you have a calendar? Is that a Is that a clock? A countdown retirement clock behind you there? Oh, maybe not so soon, but soon. <laughs> Love it. All right. Well, thanks for a good show, Tony. I hope uh, everyone will start inquiring, start finding out, meet with someone, talk to them about whether or not you have enough. Don't bury your head in the sand, get a plan and figure it out. And if you don't have enough, don't lose faith because I just gave you some six options, some better than another. So you have options there. Just create the plan and start working on it. Catch you all next week. The topics on this show are wide ranging, yet relevant to people approaching or living in retirement like me. If there is a topic you want to hear on the show, head to dolphinfinancialgroup.com and contact Dan to request your topic or to share your opinion. Dan Mundo or Dolphin Financial Group are not affiliated or endorsed by Social Security or any government agency. Everything discussed on today's show was for informational purpose only. Since everyone's situation is different, some things may not apply to you. The materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources. We cannot be 100% certain that they are accurate. You should really talk to my dad or someone from Delphi Financial Group before trying to implement these ideas or strategies.